everyone. Welcome back to City Pier Seafoods podcast, Peer to Peer. I'm Nora Candido, your registered dietitian here at City Pier Seafood. And today I'm going to be sharing a lot of information about seafood during pregnancy. This is a topic that can be completely misconstrued and a lot of false information is out there. So today I'm going to be clearing the air. I'm going to be sharing all the details about what types, how much, where you can get it, all the nitty gritty here today on this episode. So I wanted to share what the general recommendations are from the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. This statement was last updated in 2019. Their recommendations include eating two to three servings, so eight to 12 ounces total per week. So what this looks like for a serving size of fish is if you were to hold out your palm and measure from the tip of your middle finger to the base of your palm. This would be about a four ounce serving, which is what is recommended of fish. What this statement also included was a list of the best choices of seafood to consume during pregnancy. Now this list highlights fish that are lowest in mercury because that is the component that is a cause of concern. So the best choices include cod, crab, lobster, oysters, salmon, scallops, shrimp, sole, tilapia, trout, and canned tuna, which includes skipjack. They qualified good choices as sea bass, grouper, halibut, mahi-mahi, snapper, striped bass, tuna albacore, and yellowfin tuna. And the fish that we would want to avoid are those highest in mercury, including king mackerel, marlin, orange ruffy, shark, swordfish, tilefish, and bug-eye tuna. An easy rule of thumb to remember is that the larger the fish, the more likely it is to contain high amounts of mercury. Because the small fish eat the mercury, then the large fish eating all of the smaller fish, and it's accumulated and stored in those fish. So that is a really easy way if you're unsure to think that a shark, obviously a larger animal, is going to have higher amounts of mercury than a smaller fish. So let's begin by talking about the time when we are trying to conceive a child. This incorporates both men and women. It's important that we're including highly anti-inflammatory foods, which incorporates seafood. Especially when we think about seafood that contains high amounts of omega-3 fatty acids, like salmon, for example. But this is important for both people in the party to contribute and make sure that their bodies are in a healthy state in order to make a baby. (laughs) 
So during this time, I would make sure that both partners are consuming that recommended amount of 8 to 12 ounces of seafood a week. This is going to ensure a good source of those omega-3 fatty acids. It also incorporates higher concentrations of vitamins B12 and vitamin D. It also includes high iron, selenium, zinc, and iodine. So when we think about individuals that are trying to get pregnant, they're going to need higher amounts of these vitamins and minerals, especially iron. That's why prenatal vitamins contain similar nutrients, but it's so much better if we can get them from a source of food. Also, when consuming seafood, those fat-soluble vitamins, like vitamin D, for example, is already paired with a source of fat. So this ensures that you're going to be optimally absorbing these very, very important nutrients that are needed to produce and grow a healthy baby. Next comes pregnancy. Again, according to that statement shared, it is recommended to consume 8 to 12 ounces a week for women that are pregnant. This is an excellent source of nutrient-dense protein with an incredible amount of lean options. Think about shrimp, for example. It's also a great source of calcium, which is so important during pregnancy. Think about it. You are helping to grow another human, so their bones need calcium. And if mom is not getting adequate amounts of calcium in her diet, the body, because it is so smart, is going to start pulling from bones and teeth using its internal sources of stored calcium in order to build that baby's skeletal system. So it is so important that we are incorporating things like canned salmon, for example, that have the bones or sardines, for example, that also contain the bones and have high amounts of calcium naturally. Other sources of seafood are a good source of fat. Thinking about those polyunsaturated fatty acids and monounsaturated fatty acids, including those omega-3s, which are cardioprotective, meaning they are good for your heart health, and it also lowers the risk of obesity. So this is a really great source of nutrient-dense protein that women who are pregnant should be incorporating on a weekly basis into their diets. Again, those serving sizes for an adult are four ounces per serving, looking for two to three servings per week, about the size of the palm of your hand. And if you have little ones running around already, there is a helpful recommendation guide for those serving sizes. This can include one ounce of seafood between the ages of two to three years old, two ounces for four to seven year olds, three ounces for an eight to 10 year old, and four ounces, the same serving size as an adult by age 11. There is research to support showing benefits for cognitive development in children, behavior, and developmental outcomes in moms that consume 11 ounces or greater of seafood per week. So why not? Why not incorporate seafood into your diet, and especially during this time when you are either trying to conceive 
or you're pregnant. So now that the baby's here, let's think about after. If you're choosing to breastfeed, for example, it is absolutely imperative that you are incorporating good sources of fat and also staying adequately hydrated. Those are the two most important factors while you are breastfeeding. Not only does this ensure that your baby is getting good nutritious breast milk, but it also makes sure that you are adequately fueling your own body. In order to have adequate supply of breast milk, you need that good sources of fat and water in order to provide that. Again, some really good sources include salmon, for example, To me, that's one of the easiest fish to prepare, and I'm going to be sharing some really tangible tips on how to incorporate seafood into your weekly diet, especially as a busy or new mom. If you are wondering, what is mercury anyways, and how do I know to avoid it? Mercury is a metal, and it is found naturally but it has also been associated in high amounts contributing to serious, serious nervous system damage, learning disabilities, brain damage, and even hearing loss. So this is so important, not only for yourself, but especially if you're trying to conceive or are currently pregnant, that we want to avoid those high mercury fish during this time. If you're saying to yourself, Nora, what if I don't like seafood? Well, you're probably not listening to this podcast then. (laughs) But also, many women who are early on in their pregnancy have some adverse reactions to food. And if this includes seafood, what can we do at this time to make sure that we are adequately getting those good sources of nutrients? So thankfully, we do have supplements. Supplements are not necessarily equivalent to whole foods, and this is really important to take into consideration. As I mentioned earlier, thinking about the absorption and even the presence of pairing seafood with other sources of uh, nutrients that are going to increase the absorption of those nutrients, that is something that a supplement would not provide. Also, what's more enjoyable, eating whole foods or having to swallow another pill? You can certainly have a healthy baby without these supplements. You can get omega-3 fatty acids from ground flax, for example, but the most concentrated sources are going to come from seafood. So the biggest takeaways here when it comes to consuming seafood during the time when you are trying to get pregnant, that pre-pregnancy, during pregnancy, and even after pregnancy, we're looking for lower mercury options, also including a variety of fish. So We want to make sure that we're not consuming the same sources over and over again because each fish has a different nutrient profile. So be sure to add some variety to the seafood that you are consuming. Remember, it's that 8 to 12 ounces a week, about 2 to 3 servings. 
If you need more inspiration about recipes or types of fish that you might be curious in trying, head on over to our City Pier Seafood website to learn more about what types, any resources, the best way to cook and eat these fish or reheat them. I think that's really important. But today I want to leave you with five actionable tips from a registered dietitian on ways to incorporate seafood into your diet, no matter if you are pregnant or not. My number one tip is don't make it complicated. It doesn't need to be a gourmet meal just to incorporate seafood in your diet. If you're choosing City Pure Seafood, you know that you are getting fresh, quality, sourced seafood shipped directly to your front door. You don't need to worry about going to the grocery store and sniffing out if this seafood is fresh or not. You know the quality of this fish and the people that stand behind this brand, including me, a registered dietitian. It's also sustainably caught, which is very, very important to me. So number one, don't make it complicated. Number two, menu plan for the week ahead. For example, if you know you might be going out to eat or if you're going to a family, friend's home, or you know that you're going to be having seafood out one night, then you need to just plan accordingly for your week ahead. So that's my number two tip is to menu plan for the week. It's a really, really easy way to also help you to reduce food waste and cut down on your grocery bill by looking at the week ahead and knowing how many people, how many meals you might need so that you can plan accordingly. Which leads me to my third tip, meal prepping. I know, I know, I'm sure you've heard this before, but it really does make it easier. And you can prep fish ahead of time. My favorite way to make fish ahead of time and to reheat it or reincorporate it into meals throughout the week is making my salmon. This is such an easy dinner option, but then it can also be used and incorporated throughout the week. The way I like to prepare it is either in the oven, I'll turn the oven on to 450 degrees, I will make a little foil packet or I use parchment paper as well. And I'll place the piece of fish in that little pocket. I will lightly salt the fish first and then I'll add some fresh lemon juice and a little bit of olive oil or avocado oil. I love using avocado oil. Again, another source of healthy fat. This adds a lot of flavor to it. You can also add your favorite herbs here, like oregano, or I incorporate a lot of dill into my salmon recipes because it's so refreshing and it's such a good partner to salmon. Then I will place some fresh cut slices of lemon right on top. A, it looks pretty, and B, it tastes delicious. So why wouldn't I? I'll wrap this little foil packet up like a package and either throw it in the oven for about 12 to 15 minutes, or I'll put it on the grill. In this little foil or parchment paper pocket, it is basically steaming the fish, so it traps all the moisture in there. Nothing is worse to me than some dried out fish. (laughs) So this is a surefire way to make sure that you are incorporating and having 
some really fresh and tasty salmon. This is a menu item that I will remake throughout the week. So if I reheat it, I'll either do it on the stove top in a small pan and I'll put a lid over the fish. So again, it's trapping that moisture and doesn't dry it out. I avoid sticking fish in the microwave. One, because it makes the microwave smell and two, I think it dries it out. Other things I like to do with that salmon is eating it cold. I'll mix it into a salad or I'll also make a salmon burger. So you can take that already made salmon and mix it with some breadcrumbs, a little egg, seasonings, and make them into patties and you can grill them either on the grill or do them on the stovetop. So this is a really easy way that you can prep and different options to incorporate that salmon or whatever seafood that you want to have throughout the week. So you're making it once and you're enjoying it multiple times. So that is my third tip for you, meal prepping. My fourth tip is, especially for busy moms and you don't have time to cook, City Pier has amazing options that are pre-made. They have different salads, including a lobster salad. They have grilled shrimp that are just ready to go. They even have bacon-wrapped scallops, which are delicious. So this is a really great way to make sure that you're hitting those weekly serving size amounts that are recommended, and they're already cooked. They're ready to go. So all you need to do, if you please, is to reheat them. This, again, is just such an easy way to incorporate seafood. My last tip, my fifth tip, is you can keep canned fish available. So again, that includes like the skipjack tuna, or if you wanted to do canned salmon, or sardines, for example. This is not the same as having fresh seafood, but it is a shelf-stable option to keep into your home and to allow you to make those um, serving size recommendations throughout the week. So the big, big takeaways here is choose low mercury, especially during pregnancy, no raw fish allowed. So no sushi. Sorry, moms. That eight to 12 ounces per week, two to three servings and incorporating variety. Again, please feel free to check out our website for more recipes and information. And I can't wait to share more on this topic with you guys soon. 